Greetings to you all this evening. It is an honor and a privilege to come before you and I'd like to thank you so much for tuning in on to this broadcast this Thursday evening. I'd like to also apologize for last week. We could not broadcast due to connection failure, but we can thank God that we have this providence to connect this evening to hear what he has to say. We are doing a topic of biblical stewardship. Since uh, we started two weeks ago, it is part two this evening that we are looking at biblical stewardship to hear what God has to say about his stewardship. I hope we can learn and grow together on this topic as we look at part two of our study on biblical stewardship. I hope you can grab your pen and your paper so that you can jot down. This is a Bible study. We will take it easy. We will go slow. On the other hand, I don't want to take too long on these teachings, not more than 15 minutes. Hopefully less. Let us therefore get right into the word. Let me just recap. In part one, two weeks ago, we saw that God created the heavens and the earth and that God he owns all things. He owns everything. He's the owner of the heavens and the earth and everything therein. God owns it and he founded everything that we can see on the earth and the things that we can't even see. David in Psalm chapter 24 verses 1 to 2 tells us the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein, for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. David is clear, he's showing us that everything, the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. We looked at this two weeks ago, so we won't get into it. Human beings, therefore, what we need to understand, act as managers. They are given a responsibility of stewards over God's creation. A steward is a manager, is someone who manages the affairs of somebody else on their behalf. Therefore, we have this responsibility that God who created all things, he has given us that delegated authority and power to act as managers of the property and affairs of God on the earth. So, Human beings are given that responsibility to be managers of God's world. What this means is that the foundation of stewardship begins in the creation story. When we have to talk on stewardship, on biblical stewardship, we need to get to the foundation, to the root, as we will read in Genesis chapter 1. Verses 26 to 30, God said, 
Let us make man in our own image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields the seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed. To you I shall it shall be food. Also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. Whoa, can you, can you, can you just imagine that, uh, beloved, as we do this study, can you just imagine it? I don't know if you can grasp it. God created first in the beginning the heavens and the earth. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. And God, he created mankind, human beings, in the image of God, he created them. Can you imagine that? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth is the same God who created human beings to be his image bearers. In verse 26, if you look with me, God commanded human beings to have dominion. And in verse 28, he commanded them to be fruitful and multiply. So God didn't just create human beings into his image and likeness just for the sake of it. But God created us human beings in his image so that we could be like God. We could be like in the image God, in the image of God, the image bearers, in order for us to be different, in order for, for human beings to have the mind of God so that God can command human beings to have dominion and to be fruitful and multiply. I've written here, fruitfulness requires productivity. Fruitfulness requires productivity. In other words, to be fruitful, you must be productive. You can never be productive or be fruitful if you are not productive. And God commanded us to be fruitful, not just to multiply, not just to co-create with God, but 
to be fruitful, to have dominion. That is a command of stewardship. God is sending us, God sending Adam and Eve saying, here's everything I'm giving you. Look after it. Act as my managers over my creation. God gave mankind, Adam and Eve, stewardship over all his creation. Fish of the sea, birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. He gave them every herb that yields seed, every tree whose fruit yields seed. Do you see this? God is the founder, he's the creator, he, he's the one who created everything and he didn't just create it and said okay you find a way he put as we will see he took Adam and Eve and gave them delegated authority and power to exercise stewardship over the animals plants seas rivers sky and the environment the environment notice something God did not gave this delegated authority and power to animals. He didn't create animals and said it was good. Therefore, I'm giving you this stewardship, this delegated authority and power. No, he, he created human beings in the image of God, in the image of day. And God gave them dominion and instruction to be fruitful. And also he did not grant what is significant to know human beings to have independent ownership of the universe. He didn't do that. He didn't just say, okay, this is all yours. You can do as you please with it. And I will just be passive. Because God is still actively involved in the affairs of his creation. In the affairs of the world, he is a transcendent God and an imminent God. A God who is far and yet near. So we need to get that and understand that even whatever you may be doing in the world, whatever you, 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 are, you are handling and managing, the things of God, the properties of God, the affairs of God, you must know that God can see God is involved. He knows what is happening in his creation. So God created and commanded mankind to be stewards of his creation on the earth and act in his name for the glory of God and the good of others. And the good of others. We are therefore not loose cannons. God didn't create human beings to be loose cannons. No, not to do as we please with the creation of God because we are not independent owners of the world. We found God's world here and all it contains. And we shall leave it here, all of us. Generations and generations have come and gone. 
my dear friend. So as our generation will go and leave the world behind with the generations to follow. Here are a few questions for you. And I, in what condition will you leave the world in? What legacy will you leave behind? How have you contributed to make God's world a better place? You, how have you contributed? What legacy will you leave behind to the next generation? And we read in Genesis chapter 2 verse 8, Immediately after God gave Adam and Eve the role of stewardship, we see the Lord God planted a garden in the east of Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. When God had created the man in his image and likeness, and commanded the man to have dominion and be fruitful and multiply, God then placed him in the Garden of Eden. New King James says, as we read, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend it and keep it. New American Standard Bible says, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it. King James Version says, And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Can you see? We have a responsibility. God gave you and I a responsibility. The responsibility that he gave to Adam and Eve is our responsibility of being stewards, a responsibility of stewardship. Man is put in the garden of Eden by God to cultivate it and to keep it. You and I are put on this planet earth to cultivate it and keep it, to guard it, to keep it, to dress it and keep it. He did not put man in the Garden of Eden and commanded man to eat and drink and therefore do as he please. No, that's not what God did. But he gave man a specific deliberate task to cultivate it and to keep it. I hope you're getting this. This is foundational stuff as we are studying biblical stewardship. Here's the thing, tending or cultivating is a form of keeping or guarding. You cannot claim to keep or guard what you are not cultivating or tending. You cannot say, I am keeping this if you are not working at it or doing something or beautifying it or making it better when, when anything goes wrong or, or when you... Oh, you, you cannot say you are keeping something when you are destroying it. Let me put it that way. The Strong's exhaustive concordance of the Bible 
defines the word tend or cultivate, gives us the meaning that it is to work at, to labor at it, to execute. And it comes from the Hebrew root word avad, which means to tend, to cultivate, to dress, as we've seen in the King James Version. So that is the responsibility God gave you, that God gave me, that God gave human beings. Put them in the world. He created them in his own image and likeness so they can represent him. They can have the mind of Christ and God can communicate with us and entrusted us with the role of stewardship to look after his creation, to look after the world, not to destroy the world. And the word keep, the meaning of this word keep is from the Hebrew root word shamar, which is to guard, to preserve, to observe and reserve, to guard, to observe, to preserve, and to reserve, that is the responsibility our God, my dear friend, has given us. He placed us on this earth. He created us and brought us on the, this earth and placed us for a specific deliberate task that we guard, we observe, we preserve and reserve. His world, His world. As we come to the conclusion, what I'd like us to take from this lesson this evening is that even though it was God who created the Garden of Eden, and what God and what God created was good and beautiful. Mankind was given a responsibility to work it. Yes, what God created was good. That's what God said. But it shows us that it, was, it still needed some work. Because as God gave us this task of tending it, of keeping it, of observing it and guarding it and beautifying it, meaning it would degenerate and we have to work at it to make it beautiful, to, to make it look, to be fruitful, to cultivate it, to make it productive for the glory of God and the benefit of others. So human beings were given a responsibility to be managers or stewards of God's environment by guarding it observing it, preserving it, and reserving it. Here's the thing, beloved, we cannot only say we are given a mandate to keep, to observe, to preserve, and reserve, and to beautify, but we need to strive even to bring the world, the universe, the creation of God to the rank or standard of nobility through our work because we are given that task to work at it, to tend it, 
to beautify it and not to ruin it, not to destroy it. We're going to get onto the practicalities of this teaching, specific one, next week. So as we close, I'll leave you with a few questions for examination and introspection. Now look around you and particularly where you reside. Are you saying seeing someone who is a good steward? Are you a good steward? Just look around you. Look at look at your neighborhood. Look at your house, your home. Would you say you are a good steward? And looking at yourself and your own actions, are you fulfilling the mandate that God has given you? Are you fulfilling the mandate of being a steward, a manager, acting on God's behalf? Do you see people in the world fulfilling this mandate of God given to mankind? When you are looking in the world, when you are looking on social media, when you are looking in the news, on television, listening to the news on the radio, what are you hearing? What are you seeing? Does the church have a biblical worldview of stewardship? The church. Does the church have any clue of what the mandate of God is that he has given us as the church because we are the church of Christ. Do we know? Are we clued up as the church? What worldview do we have when it comes to stewardship? I will leave you with these questions and self-examination and self-introspection. And as I conclude this evening, these are questions that must challenge us not to condemn ourselves, but to, to help us to be able to learn and grow and repent in the way that previously we've been doing things. If you remember in our first session, I said in this area as well, I have been, I have not been perfect. I have not met 10 out of 10. So as we started together, I'm also growing because I spend time with God in the word of God and God is teaching me, challenging me so that I can do better by being conformed into the image of his son, Jesus Christ. Because I know for sure as I look at the word that Jesus Christ was a good steward, just like he was a good, great shepherd. He looked after the affairs and the business of his father in the earth. And that is the challenge you and I have. Let me close with 
these words from the book, the epistle of Philemon, chapter 1, verse 25. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen.